in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. Okay, here we go. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences on the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I would like to thank Lovence for being my affiliate partner for my podcast, as well as my blog at christinekellogg.com. Lovence brings sex tech to every bedroom. Their wide selection of sex toys can be controlled via Bluetooth and even at long distances through their app. Find out how to take your experiences and control to the next level at lovence.com. Hey everyone, episode 12. Let's kick it off with some housekeeping. So... As some of you may know, I woke up last Sunday and went to check my Fiverr, and Fiverr had so graciously taken down all but two of my gigs and said that they needed modification. Hmm. Funny how I've been doing it for some time now, and they were all fine, but now suddenly they need modification. So I email Fiverr support and let me tell you what, Fiverr is fantastic at training their customer service reps to answer a question without actually answering the fucking question. So my gigs were pulled down because they have the same photograph. So it's the same picture and my head is in a different position. Apparently, that's not acceptable. Whatever. I'll use different pictures. That's fine. However, now they're saying that they don't support my content on their app. 
which is real funny because when I go to buying mode and search for erotic voiceover or not safe for work voiceover, there's a whole fuck ton of them. I wasn't the only one. Somehow, I'm getting tagged, which, whatever, at some point in time, I was going to move it to a different forum anyway. I just hadn't anticipated doing it quite to this extent. So, if anyone is interested in a personalized erotic voiceover, or a not safe for work voiceover, or a custom audio, I can do answering like your voicemail, phone system stuff. I can read erotic books. I've done a couple of them. Um, You'll have to hit me up on OnlyFans because that's where we're moving. I was a little nervous about OnlyFans, just trying to figure out a way to secure payment so that I was sure I was paid for the work that I did. But in addition to that, The benefit of Fiverr is when you order something from Fiverr, you pay right up front, but it's more of a safety thing. You are assured that you're going to get a finished product and there's someone, a third party that you can speak to if you're unhappy with the delivery, things like that. The payment part of Fiverr, I really liked. Um, We're working on strategies to figure out how everybody can safely order on OnlyFans or what how we want to go about that. So I've done one and it went fine. Um or it went I mean it wasn't fine. It was good. Everything worked out and the customer was happy. I was happy. It was a great job. Just want to make sure that people who are ordering custom voiceovers from me are Happy with what they get, feel like they got what they paid for, and feel like it's a safe way to order something. So that's where we're at. I will put a link in the show notes if anybody's interested in ordering a custom voiceover, audio, whatever. Next housekeeping, uh, TikTok. Thank you to all my new followers. I posted a TikTok of what happens when I let my husband edit video for me. Maybe it's not as funny to everybody else, but I laughed till I about peed. It was fantastic. So thanks to all my new followers. I am, like I said in the past, working on getting better at posting. I would like to post daily, but life happens and here we are. Anybody who is dedicated to me is going to learn real fast that patience is something you need a lot of with me and I sincerely apologize. I am a work in progress. Next thing is, I would like to do a shout out to Lake Stevens, Washington, because you folks fucking rock. Seriously, you top the list of the entire world for downloads. Reach out to me because I want to get to know you guys. So thanks, Lake Stevens, Washington, for being kick-ass supporters of my podcast. You guys are fucking awesome. I would also like to apologize for the late drop because this week makes last week look like a cakewalk, but I digress. I'm here now, so let's talk about money, money, money. Side note, how fucking cool is my new housekeeping intro? My subby is such a good boy. 
different ways to approach who handles their money in a female-led relationship. Most people would probably just automatically jump to, it's the female because she runs everything. But it's not always the case. The first thing I want to state is, no matter how the money is controlled or taken care of or whatever in your relationship, and I say this in probably every one of my podcasts because I really believe it's important. There has to be a good foundation. You have to have boundaries. You have to have safe words so that one or the other knows when something is going too far or you're not comfortable with what's happening. You need to make sure you're both on the same page before you step into something. And it borders on sounding like role play, but... Like, for instance, like I've said for us, this isn't a role play thing. We live this every day. But you have to make tweaks to it to accommodate your life. Not everybody has kids. Not everybody doesn't have kids. Not everybody has, you know, just them in the house. Or there's always other circumstances that contribute to how you run your relationship or how the relationship works for you. So, first and foremost, Make sure you have a good foundation. Make sure you're very aware of what your partner's boundaries are, that you're both on the same page, and then just work through it as you go. And then everything just kind of falls into a rhythm and moves smoothly. There will always be bumps in the road. There is for everyone. You just have to have a, maybe have a thing in place where, hey, if something happens, we take a time out, we sit down, and we discuss. Again, everybody's dynamic is different. You have to do what's best for yours. I did some research on the different avenues you can go down for money control and things like that. There are things in there that I never would have thought of, but they're fantastic. So I would recommend if you are unsure of how to proceed with who controls your money or how that control takes place, Do some research. There's great, great information out there. You just have to find it and what resonates with you and run with it. As long as your partner's on board, fucking run with it. It's fantastic. Okay, so some different things that regarding money that doesn't really go with who controls it, but there's different things you can do regarding money. If your submissive doesn't do something that they're supposed to do, you can have a jar. It's like a fine jar or a naughty jar. If they were naughty and you choose to make them pay monetarily, have a jar, have rules. You do this, it's five bucks. You do this, it's ten bucks. Or in some cases, you can make them pay for an orgasm. I personally find that very gratifying and quite expensive for my subby. You could also allow payment for good behavior. So if your submissive is a good boy or girl, whatever the case may be, they could also be rewarded monetarily. Let's see. So some different things that I came across in my research uh, for how money is controlled 
in a female-led relationship or even just a dom-sub relationship, however it works. I will give you some types that I found, and then I will also kind of go over how we do it in our house. So first off, you want to decide who's going to control the money. Again, a discussion that probably needs to be had. And there's also things where controlling the money, if one of the people is self-employed, that can make controlling the money a little bit hard because sometimes you don't know when the money's coming in. I may personally experience that occasionally. Okay, so there's three, maybe four different types. I guess it depends on how you want to label these of ways that the money can be controlled. So the man can actually control it or the man is capable of controlling it because the woman wants it that way. Now, the genders there aren't specific. So the submissive could control the money because that's what the dominant wants. Maybe the dominant person in the relationship doesn't want to control the money. So the dominant requires the submissive to take control because that's how they want it. It could be something as simple as even all of the submissive money, all of the submissive's money goes into the dominant's account and the dominant has full control of all of the money. However, the dominant requires the submissive to control the bills. So the dominant has all of the money and the submissive needs to come to the dominant and say, this bill is due here or this bill is due here. Here's how much it is. And the dominant may have to may have to approve it and say, yep, okay, that's acceptable. Here's the money to pay it, whatever the case may be. There's so many different ways you can do this. You just want to make sure whatever you do, it's what you're comfortable with. You could go as far as everything being in the dominant's, in the dominant's name. Vehicles, house, bank accounts, everything is in the dominant's name. The submissive has no assets whatsoever. Everything is in the dominant's name. The submissive literally has no assets or nothing, no vehicle, no house, no loans, no credit cards, no nothing. Nothing is in the submissive's name. Nothing. It's all in the dominant's name or her name if you're in a female-led relationship or however it works. I don't want to offend anybody by assuming that you know, every relationship is a man and a woman because it sure as fuck isn't and it sure as fuck doesn't have to be. You could even go as far as doing powers of attorney. Now, powers of attorney are good things to have in general in case something happens and you are not able to make decisions for yourself. But there's also a spin on it where the submissive signs over or the submissive signs a power of attorney to the dominant and the dominant literally controls everything makes choices completely for the submissive when doing a power of attorney and that is the intent for using it there are legal things you need to be concerned about or you need to make sure you have your ducks in a row every state is different you want to make sure that if something sadly was to happen to your submissive or to you, that the estate will be taken care of appropriately or correctly or that you're getting all the benefits, etc. So if it's something where you're going to go as far as a power of attorney that would be active prior to something 
terrible happening or becoming unable to make your own decisions, I would maybe suggest legal counsel or make sure you do your research so that if in the event something terrible does happen, which hopefully it doesn't, but if it should, that your other half is taken care of in the ways that should that they should be, if if that makes sense. Now, in all of these, I have a real issue with trust, not with my husband at all, but I have a record of getting fucked over by people quite frequently. So my trust level is real low with people in the world most of the time. This is entirely your decision on how your relationship works. However, it's always good for the submissive if the dominant is in full control, has a power of attorney, everything like that. That needs to be discussed. If something should go sour in the relationship, if they should split up, whatever the case may be, maybe a plan B is a good thing to have. Now, nobody wants to think about not being with their other person forever. But sometimes you just have to be real and you want to make sure you're not going to get fucked hard. I mean, most of the time that's fantastic. But you don't want to be living on the streets because something happened with your relationship. You broke up and the other and the dominant took everything. You have nothing, not a pot to piss in, probably no credit because you've had nothing in your name for years, if that's the case. It's just better to be safe than sorry. So. How the dynamic works in our relationship is I control all of the money. However, the money goes into a joint bank account. We both have access to the account. Before anything is purchased, I need to be consulted. He knows that he needs to get a hold of me and ask me. It's even to the point where if he's going to go to the store and buy a soda, he texts me and says, hey, can I stop and get something to sip on? Hey, can I stop and get something to snack on? Now, we have an agreement that if I don't answer within a couple minutes, because generally he texts me when he's on his way to the gas station or from one job to the other, that it's generally okay. He's aware of what's in our bank account. He's aware of what we should be spending, what we shouldn't be spending, things like that, because that's how I choose to have it at this point in time. That can be changed at any time. Where we are right now in our relationship, I control the money, but it's in a joint bank account. We have an agreement. He has to check in with me before purchasing anything. Now, if he's going to purchase something that is of significant value or costs more than a certain amount, that's obviously a discussion we maybe have in person. And it's not something that he just will text me and be like, hey, I want to buy a new car, you know. Things like that, or even smaller. Hey, I want to buy a new TV, whatever the case may be. So there's also the allowance portion of this. There's many ways you can do the allowance. Both the submissive and the dominant can both have set allowances. Obviously, the dominants will probably be more than the submissives. You can have it so only the submissive has an allowance and the dominant has all the rest of the money to herself. Obviously, Monthly bills need to be taken care of, things to survive. There could be no allowance at all. You could just say, hey, listen, I'm in control. You don't get shit without my permission. On the allowance aspect, you can change the amount of their allowance 
by their behavior. So this could replace the naughty jar if that's the route you're going. You could have, instead of them, if they misbehave or do something they're not supposed to, whatever the case may be, you can, instead of having them put 5 or 10 or $20 in the jar, you could say, oh, well, you just lost $5 of your allowance. Oh, you just lost $10 of your allowance. That's a way you could do it. You could still do payment for good behavior. You could increase their allowance. If they've been a super good boy, you could increase it. Overall, in our relationship, everything is mine, as I like it. However, at the stage we're at right now, we discuss things. I have the ultimate say, but we discuss things. We discuss purchases. Hey, there's this credit card. We have a little bit of extra cash here. Do you want to just pay that off? So things like that we discuss. However, everything we own is in my name. All of our vehicles, any credit cards we have, anything like that. Everything is in my name. It may not be that way forever, but that's the way it is now. And that's the way it'll stay right now. The biggest struggle I think we have is that he's self-employed. And right now I'm only doing voiceover, my podcast, things like that. So the real inconsistency right now is he is in in a construction type field. And with everything that's been going on, it is very hard to determine what the next week is going to be like. This is not something that he is going to do forever. He hates his job, but his job pays well when it pays. That's the issue we're running into. With everything that's going on with COVID or whatever, just whatever, the strange world we live in right now, we never know what's coming for work. We don't know if the work he gets, if they're going to pay. He works for one place that is fantastic. They pay regularly. They pay well. But right now they don't have a ton of work. There's a real ebb and flow with being self-employed. I will say, if there is anybody listening to this that is in a female-led relationship or a dominant-submissive relationship and they are the dominant and they control the money and their submissive is self-employed, I'd be very interested in your take on how you manage and the different things you do to go with the ebb and flow, if there even is an ebb and flow. There's people that are self-employed that are making money hand over fist and get paid all the time. In the industry my husband's in, it's just not always the case. So I would love some feedback on that if anybody is interested in sharing. And if not, that's okay too. So, recap real quick. You can be in a dominant submissive relationship and the dominant wants the submissive to control everything. Perfect. You could do kind of how we do. The dominant has the final say of everything, but the submissive takes care of paying the bills or managing the money or whatever the case may be. Because listen, not fucking everybody is good at managing money. If there's one thing they should teach in schools to kids right now, it's how to fucking manage money and be financially smart with your money. If I would have known what I know now when I was starting to work when I was like 15, I'd be a fucking millionaire right now. I am not. Okay, so back on topic. The final one is dominant controls everything. Everything is in her name. There's power of attorneys in place. 
whatever the case may be. There's lots of options out there and different things that you can do. You just have to go with whatever fits with your relationship and whatever makes everybody comfortable. And the submissive doesn't necessarily need to be comfortable. I like when my subby is a little uncomfortable across the board. So just some ideas for you guys to think about or ponder on, or if anybody wants to give me feedback on how they work in their relationship, if there's something that you do that wasn't on here that people maybe would be interested in hearing about, hit me up. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things that I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast, find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. I have all sorts of exclusive content like an erotic audio drama, premium Snapchat, custom Spank Bank audios read exclusively for you, and more. Also, I'm on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers like the Spank Bank audios that I was just talking about as well as hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Oh, and there may be some cute pics of me there, along with custom video options as well. Hit me up on OnlyFans and mention that you heard me on the podcast, and I will give you a discount there also. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thanks so much. Be a good human being and stay safe. Can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!